Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan, Educational and Transformational Ministries. Great ministries. Welcome to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father, we come thanking you again for this day and this podcast. We thank you for those who have tuned in to listen. We pray for peace in this land. We pray for continued justice in this land as well. We pray for peace of mind. We attack colon cancer with all the power of Jesus. We pray that your word will go forward. It will not return to you empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do. In the name of Jesus, our advocate, amen. We continue with our series on the names and titles of Jesus Christ. I encourage you to grab a pen and paper to write down the scriptures I'll be sharing and use those in your prayer life. In Numbers 24, 17, Jesus is prophetically called a star and scepter. He was glorious like a star, and he will rule with power and authority. He is prophesied to be ruler in Jerusalem in Micah 5 and 2. Jesus is called anointed in Psalms 2 and 2. The messianic titles of Jesus are a mix of a combination of his names and titles. He is most often called Christ, Jesus Christ, and Christ Jesus, but he also is called Lord Jesus by Stephen as he was being stoned to death in Acts 7.59. He is often called Lord Jesus Christ as well as Christ Jesus our Lord in Romans 8.39 where Paul tells us that nothing can separate us from the love of God. Paul thanks Christ Jesus our Lord in 1 Timothy 1 and 2 for trusting him with this ministry. In Luke's Gospel, when Jesus asked his disciples, who do the crowd say that I am? Peter replied in Luke 9.20, the Christ of God. Folks, Jesus is God's Messiah, the promised Redeemer from the Old Testament. When an angel announced the birth of Jesus to the shepherds, the angels called him a Savior, who is Christ the Lord, in Luke 2 and 11. In 1 Corinthians 1 and 24, Paul refers to him as Christ, the power of God, and Christ the wisdom of God. My friends, Christ crucified was a stumbling block or an offense to the Jews. The Jews knew from Scripture that the Messiah would be killed. Perhaps they thought he would meet his demise on the battlefield, overthrowing the Romans. But to die on a cross was scandalous. The Greeks thought they were wiser than the rest of the world. For them, a crucified Savior was just plain foolishness. But when we read 1 Corinthians 1.24, the A part, it says, But unto them which are called. That word called means invited. My Christian companions, the invitation for salvation has been given, but some will not accept because of the stumbling block in their heart or the concept of foolishness in their minds. In Luke 23 and 2, the crowds who brought Jesus to Pilate called him Christ a king. The high priest at the Sanhedrin trial of Jesus asked him if he was the Christ, the Son of the Blessed. Before Saul was converted to Paul, he preached in Damascus that Christ is the Son of God in Acts 9 and 20. The Davidic covenant between God and David is built on a dynasty. Jesus is called the Son of David by blind Bartimaeus in Mark 10, 47 and 48, and also in Luke 18, verses 38 and 39. He is called the Son of David in multiple verses in Matthew's Gospel, including Matthew 9, 27, 12, 23, 
15, 22, and Matthew 20, verses 30 through 31. When Jesus makes his triumphal entry into Jerusalem, the crowd shouted, Hosanna to the Son of David, in Matthew 21, verses 9 and 15. Paul reminded Timothy, in 2 Timothy 2 and 8, that Jesus Christ was the seed of David. Jesus proclaims that he is the root and the offspring of David in Revelation 22 and 16. He is called the branch of the Lord in Isaiah 4 and 2, which is another messianic title. Isaiah 11 and 1 says, And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. My friends, when the family tree of Jesse lay dormant for hundreds of years, it seemed like the tree had been cut to the stump never to produce again. But Isaiah prophesies that a new branch shall grow, even though everyone thought the stump was dead. Jesus is a tender plant and a root out of a dry ground in Isaiah 53 and 2. He is also the root of Jesse in Isaiah 11 and 10, and also Romans 15 and 12. Jeremiah calls him David, a righteous branch, in Jeremiah 23 and 5. This is such a beautiful passage, I have to read it to you. It says, Behold, the days come, says the Lord, that I will raise unto David a righteous branch, and a king shall reign and prosper, and shall execute judgment and justice in the earth. Folks, now that's some good word. In Revelation 5, verses 4 and 5, after the angel asked, Who was worthy to open the scroll and loose its seals? John began to weep because no creature was found worthy. But one of the elders said, Do not weep. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the scroll and to loose its seven seals. My Christian companions, this messianic title comes from Genesis 49 verses 9 and 10 when Jacob prophesied what would happen to each of his sons. In Luke 23:35, the crowd said, He saved others. Let him save himself if he be Christ, the chosen of God. Yes, my friends, what the crowd failed to realize was that he was the chosen of God. Now fast forward 2,000 years, and there are still those who doubt that he is the chosen of God. Please do not dismiss him as Savior. We cannot save ourselves. Only Jesus fits the criteria of a Savior. In Matthew 12:18, he is my beloved. In 1 Peter 2 and 6, he is the chief cornerstone. Now for you non-architects, the cornerstone is the most important stone in the building. The weight of the entire building would rest on the cornerstone in ancient buildings. If the cornerstone was set properly, the rest of the building would be square. My friends, the entire universe rests on Jesus Christ. If he can support the entire universe, he can surely take care of you. There are several references to the sonship of Jesus, the second person of the Trinity. He is mentioned as the Son of God only once in the Old Testament. That's found in Daniel 3.25, after King Nebuchadnezzar had placed three men in the furnace and said, Lo, I see four men loose, walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt, and the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Folks, if an evil king could recognize the Son of God, why can't we? Jesus is called my son and the son many times. He is the son of the blessed in Mark 14, 61, and the son of the father in 2 John 1 and 3. He is called the son of the highest by Gabriel in Luke 1, 32. 
Peter calls him Christ, the Son of the living God, in Matthew 16, 16. The demons recognized him as Jesus, Son of the Most High God, in Mark 5 and 7. He is the only begotten of the Father, signifying his incarnation in John 1, 14, and the only begotten Son in John 1, 18, John 3, 16, John 3, 18, and 1 John 4 and 9. Only begotten denotes single of its kind. When Jesus says, I am, in John's Gospels, he is relating to God's name Yahweh, which is found in Exodus 3.14. There are several I am sayings in John's Gospel, including I am the bread of life in John 6.35, John 6.43, and John 6.51. He says, I am the light of the world in John 8.12 and John 9.5. He proclaims, I am the gate for the sheep in John 10, verses 7 and 9. He reveals, I am the good shepherd in John 10, verses 11 and 14. He declares, I am the resurrection and the life in John 11:25. He announces, I am the way, the truth, and the life in John 14 and 6. Finally, he discloses that I am the vine in John 15, verses 1 and 5. My Christian friends, when Jesus reveals the I Am titles, he is claiming equality with God. With that comes the power to forgive us our sins and to raise us from the dead. Are your sins forgiven? Will you be raised from the dead on the last day? You will be with Jesus if you will put your faith and trust in him. Would you do that today? Pray this prayer with me. Lord, I put my trust in you to save me from my sins and to raise me from the dead on the last day. In the name of Jesus, the Son of God, amen. I encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church. Send your prayer request as well as your praise reports to our email address, hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries. And if this ministry has been a blessing to you, please share it with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. This ministry is supported by friends like you. If you'd like to donate to us, go to greatministries.org and click on the donate button. Or you may write to us at PO Box 1654, Lilburn, Georgia 30048. Or call us at 678-693-2204. Stay safe, be blessed, and have a great week.